What's going on, you guys? Welcome back to the Tentacle Bot Podcast. And today is actually going to be our second Sailor Special, where we're not typically doing just a normal episode of the podcast where we review records or uh, albums and kind of talk about that. Um, this one is going to be a little bit different, even from the first Sailor Special that we had done um, now, probably a month, month and a half ago. Um, Gabe, do you want to kind of walk us through what we're doing today? Yeah. So, um, unfortunately, we uh, learned of the news uh, yesterday, uh, Wednesday, or excuse me, Tuesday, the 27th of July, that uh, the former drummer for Slipknot and uh, the starter of Scar the Martyr, Joey Jordison, passed away, unfortunately. Uh, and then to top it off, we also learned that today, Wednesday, the 28th, we learned that Dusty Hill from ZZ Top had passed away. Uh, and so we kind of wanted to just take a minute and just kind of show our gratitude to them and what they meant to us as well as just kind of uh, briefly go over kind of like their impact on uh, music and just kind of show uh, some respect and kind of pay our dues for it. So, Matt, why don't you go ahead and start us off? I know that um, Slipknot was a really big part of your life. Yep. Uh, so with me, Slipknot is actually one of the bands that really pushed me into being a, a, a fan of the heavier metal side um, up until probably like fourth, fifth grade or so, um, as I was actually listening to, I would listen to like radio rock and stuff, but I never really dug into the heavier side. Um, and the first two bands that really got me into it was Pantera and Slipknot. Um, and at in 2004 would have been the volume three record they had put out. So that was before I forget Vermilion. Um, and then I can't remember the name of the song, uh, but it's <laughs> the, I push my fingers into my, oh. uh, yeah. Um, so like, and that w- it was a really strong introduction into heavy material. And for a long time, as I was listening to Slipknot, they were probably my second favorite band ever. It just, because it was something so new and it was an aggression I had never seen before. And, um, you know, just the, the drumming style that Joey Jordison brought was really helped push the aggression that the band had. Um, and please correct me if I'm wrong, but I think I actually talked about it on the podcast. Joey Jordison actually did drumming for Metallica at the download festival Mm -hmm. back, um, back sometime. And, um, you know, I think it was a, an issue of like Lars was ill or something and he took over and you really got to see him really show off what he's capable of doing as a drummer um, and just see the almost a complete dynamic change of the Metallica songs that he had performed with them. Um, and, you know, I just got to I have to give them. Credit where credit's due. He's a absolutely fantastic drummer. He brought the fast elements, and he just brought that really thick heaviness um, into into the sound for Slipknot. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. And uh, you you mentioned the Metallica thing. He also um, was featured in various ways, whether it was like on recordings or uh, just in mm-hmm. live settings. He also did drums for Rob Zombie at times, Corn Ministry, Otep, and Satyricon. Uh, and I did mention that uh, he was the uh, drummer and founder for Scar the Martyr earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really a sad loss because, uh, like you said, like heavy music, especially in the new day and age, was really ushered in by Slipknot and uh, by bands similar to that. But they were mm-hmm. kind of really like the pioneers, and that's why they're kind of the big forefront of what uh, what heavy music began as. I mean, mm-hmm. everybody that I know who's into heavy music now touches on Slipknot in some way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. Whether they listen to Slipknot directly or not, they, they were still affected by it in one way or another. And Joey Jordison was a huge uh, part of that. He was one of the most phenomenal drummers that yeah. we've had in the modern era. 
And um, yeah, it, it's it's a really devastating loss, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, and then I know just talking to you a little bit is uh, ZZ Top's a big, big thing for you. So I'll kind of pass the pass the time over to you. What are, you, what are your thoughts kind of on everything? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Dusty Hill uh, was the bassist and frontman for ZZ Top. Okay. Uh, so ZZ Top has been something that I've listened to really since I became a guitarist right around when like when I was uh, 11, 12, 13. Okay. Uh, I learned to play the blues and who better but ZZ Top to really teach the blues like no. they, they they were like the kings of it and uh, obviously like there's different styles like they, they they really honed in on the on the Texas blues side of things and to this day ZZ Top is still one of my favorite bands mm-hmm. um, obviously they're not really so much in the heavy and alternative genre but the the skills and and things that they were able to put off uh, over the course of their time, the the iconic beards, the uh, iconic guitars and basses that he would play, like they're just staples from another time that mm-hmm. still continue on to this day. And to be able to do what he has done, and he was ZZ Top, uh, it's nothing short of really really impressive. Like mm-hmm. it, not everybody from that time was able to do that, no. and they were still touring, still doing really well. Uh, unfortunately it was just one of those things where it was a matter of time and, uh, it's, it's really disheartening to hear, uh, unfortunately, but, um, he has survived still by one of my guitar idols, Billy Gibbons. And I'm not really sure what kind of comes from that at this point. Yeah. Obviously I don't think really ZZ Top has much of a future because it's really just been the three of them uh, for the longest time. And I don't know that they're going to be able to do anything further from here unless they were to just kind of create tributes for it with uh, a Billy and uh, the, the drummer whose name is escaping me um, Mm -hmm. without them kind of continuing on with that. Um, But yeah, they, so it's, it's been a rough day. (laughs) Yeah, no, without a doubt. And, um, I, I was very much caught by surprise with the the uh, Joey Jordison death. Is I remember I was uh, I was I, I had just checked my phone at work and I had just seen a message from my roommate and he's like Joey Jordison died and I kind of was like, bro, you're you're punking me kind of thing. I was like, I that's that can't be right. And uh, he ended up. Um, I actually heard about it and listening to the radio on my way home and sure enough, uh, unfortunately, it passed away and. Um, I haven't been the biggest fan of Slipknot in the last probably five, maybe ten, maybe five, ten years or so. Uh, but I, I still definitely have the respect for them because of what they had kind of done for um, not just heavy music, but for kind of getting me into the heavy music. And um, with ZZ Top is I have not had a very grandiose exposure, but um, hearing that news is definitely unfortunate, especially for like people like you who are the, the big ZZ top fans. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a devastating loss on both fronts. Mm -hmm. Um, And just to kind of, to round it out here, um, what we do, what I want to do is just kind of recommend the the best thing to to listen to. So Mm -hmm. um, go ahead and and let us know, like what, what is your ideal? Like what encompasses Joey Jordison for you? Joey, honestly, Joey Jordison, um, just because of the things that he was able to do, um, and especially with Slipknot Sound, having 
um, gone from the really uh, like blistering heavy um, um, like new metal ish sound of the early records um, b- between the first record, which I believe was self titled, and then their second record being Iowa, and then going into Volume Three as well as All Hope Is Gone, where they went a little bit more on the rock side. Um, you know, he you could definitely see the the versatility he had. Um, if I had to recommend anything to listen to or at least to go to a media would probably probably be volume three and all hope is gone just so that way you really get that blend of the heavy side and the aggression that he's able to bring in his drumming as well as the um, more radio friendly um, kind of material so again like songs like before I forget and vermilion and just being able to hear him do what he can do and just show his versatility again is those are my recommendations for sure Absolutely. And um, the same for ZZ Top here. I, I'd recommend their, um, they, I, and I know that it's kind of just their their top album overall, but uh, Eliminator, uh, which was released in 1983, is my quintessential ZZ Top album. It's, mm-hmm. I mean, it's got like a lot of their main, main hits, Got Me Under Pressure, Sharp Dress Man, TV Dinner, Legs, Give Me All Your Love, and like mm-hmm. it has all of those plus more. And it's just the best way to showcase what ZZ Top is. And it's a great introduction to then begin diving deeper into their just wafts of, uh, of musical catalog that they have. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that is going to do it for today's Sailor Special. Again, we uh, our hearts and our uh, thoughts and prayers go out to the families of both Joey Jordison and uh, Dusty. And we just... Appreciate you guys taking the time to listen to us and uh, be on the lookout for the next for this upcoming episode where we talk about victims, and we will see you later. Catch you in the next one.